0: Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos. C-H-A-O-S. Critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Full Account Chaos. Always means a lot to me that you take the time to tune in. Hope you cleaned your shit up today because we have a guest stopping by. A friend of the show, Paul Valley. He hosts the show, The Bat Around, Saturdays 10 to 12 on Press Box Online. All about the Orioles, Baltimore sports, all the shit that we love to be entertained on. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, don't know what you're doing, go check it out. Again, Saturdays 10 to noon, The Bat Around, Press Box Online. But he calls in. Of course, we chat about the Orioles. What should fans expect to see in 2022 we also talk about Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini. Are they going to be part of the future? And we cover the hard topics like pineapple. Should that be on pizza? And which horror movie caused you to shit your pants as a kid? Of course, that's all part of the random questions pertaining to the caller when they call in. We learn a little bit more about them. Now, with the chaotic schedule that I have that I explained last week what was going on with my wife and I, I am just trying to push out the episodes when I can. I know uh, what this past week it was Monday. The week before that it was Saturday. And I know normally... Every Sunday is a new episode, so I'm assuming I'm not screwing up your schedule, and I don't think I'd upload this episode, you know, this week on Saturday, and someone go, God dang it! I had planned that this Sunday, for 30 minutes, I was going to listen to the episode, and now everything's all screwed up. I'm sure you're going to be all right. So, again, it's kind of all over the place with uploading these episodes, but I'm doing my best with everything that's going on, again, that I explained about last week. Love hearing from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Full Count Chaos. You know, I always love getting involved with you guys and hearing what's on your mind. And we all like to vent on Twitter, all the frustration. Hey, and some good shit that happens too during the game with the Orioles. Regardless of the situation or where the Orioles are, it's great to see them win. Anytime the Orioles win, it's a good day. Now, I did receive an email from Jax Perry Hall, and I appreciate any time you, you're writing, you put where you're writing from. So Jax from Perry Hall wanted to uh, respond about uh, last week when I was going off about how hospital food and Panera Bread, it's the same thing. <laughs> so he wanted to chime in on that. He said he completely agrees with me about Panera Bread being overpriced hospital food. He says I was also in the hospital for a few days, a couple years ago, and thought the same exact thing. Panera bread does not deserve the respect it has. (laughs) Appreciate the email checks. Yeah. If uh, you didn't tune into last week's episode, I was just explaining. I was in the I was in the hospital with my wife for two weeks and just eating hospital foods. You say to yourself, this is Panera bread right here. You know, Panera bread is overpriced hospital food. So now I'm convinced I used to see that debate a lot and I would eat Panera bread. And I'd say, I don't know if I can agree with that. Well, I was reminded a couple weeks ago. I think that's exactly what it is. So appreciate the email, Jax. Again, chaos at gmail.com. Okay, before I bring Paul on, just want to remind you this will take about 15 seconds. I remind you every week Spotify Green Room app. Go and download it. What are you waiting for? It's a live audio only sports talk platform. Join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with other sport fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do: download Spotify Green Room app. It's free. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join. It's easy as that. Spotify Green Room app. All right, let's bring Paul on. Talk about dem o's right here on Full Count Chaos. Here we go. I do want to mention this it's funny i i see this topic come up a lot people who write into the show they bring this up a lot it's uh almost like 50 50 and and i'm always kind of curious of the people who always want brandon hyde to get fired i i don't understand that he'll be back in 2022 i saw um yeah do you even have enough to make an opinion on brandon hyde so far like how, how do you feel about him
1: oh man it, it's like how can you evaluate a guy? I mean, he's been there for three years, right? But they've given him nothing. They've <laughs> given him nothing. And the one strong point of this team that I saw was their bullpen. And that's completely fallen apart because they gave him nothing in the starting rotation. So mm. people people's biggest gripe with him is how he's used the bullpen. Mm-hmm. What's the dude supposed to do? You know, yeah. it's yep. it's kind of maddening when you look at it. It's like, how do you ever evaluate a person that has Zero major league. Well, he's got Ryan Mountcastle, Trey Mancini, and Cedric Mullins. And John go. Means. That's about it.
0: That's it. Yeah, and I said on the show in a couple of years, if if shit's still falling apart. Okay. We'll have that conversation. But for now, I, I I don't I don't get it. Now we have you and I haven't spoken in a couple of years. You came on the show a few years ago, had a great time. I obviously wanted to have you back on. Where are you? at with this rebuild are, are you still accepting what's going on or are you losing patience you know let's go already it,
1: it's hard not to lose patience right um but the fact of the matter is can you really even count 2020 you mm-hmm. know so you're looking at and, and 2018 as bad as it was that wasn't the the first year of the rebuild that right, was what right. caused the rebuild to need to happen mm-hmm. so you're really only in year two right two and a half right. of this rebuild but it's the fifth straight losing season. Yeah. And that's where, that's where you get kind of like, all right, let's get this thing going. You know, Adley Rutchman's going to be on this team next year. You're hoping mm-hmm. Grayson Rodriguez barring health is going to be on this team at some point yeah. next year mm-hmm. where where I am with this rebuild is I don't expect them to win next year, but they better be a lot better. Yeah. If you're going to have, I, I, I've said it on my show for the last three or four months, mm-hmm. you can't expose your top prospects like Rutschman and Rodriguez to this brand of baseball. Do I expect you to go from 110 losses to 90 wins? Absolutely not. I think that that's out of the question, right. but should you win 70, 75 games next year and kind of get this thing moving forward? Yeah. I think that's where they need to be mm-hmm. next year, not winning, but playing a better brand of baseball, playing more competitive baseball and taking your lumps because of inexperience, not because of lack of talent.
0: Yeah, no. And that's something I wanted to bring up because uh, this past couple of weeks, weeks, uh, there is, one or two emails that were interesting. I, I wanted to, to throw at you here. Um, people saying that now, of course, we're going to see Adley Rushman in 2022. We're probably going to see Grayson. A uh, couple people that reached out have said that Elias needs to make some moves with spending some money. All right. Now's the time to kind of open the checkbook. And I get it. I said on the show too, he's not going to just dump a bunch of money into a bunch of aces and, and the bullpen, but I'm sure you could agree too. Elias is probably going to have to spend a little bit of money, but my question is to you, what kind of money, like, what do you think is reasonable? What do you think he's probably going to spend in 2022?
1: Well, you need to go get starting pitching and your best starting pitching acquisition can't be Matt Harvey or a a minor league deal for Wade LeBlanc. You got to go out and you got to get guys that can take the ball and give you five to six innings of two to three run ball. You're not one ace away, right? If exactly. this is 2024 and you're looking to go from being a wild card team to being a world series contender, yeah, go get that ace. Mm-hmm. But right now, and then we probably honest with you, I said this a, a few weeks ago, if the only free agent acquisition they got in this offseason is Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so huge for yeah. this team just because yeah. of what he yeah. brings to the clubhouse, what he brings to the community. And it's a legitimate veteran starting pitcher. who can come in there and say, Hey, this is how you win, mm-hmm. but that's not what I'm expecting. I'm expecting to go. I, he needs to go out and spend $10 million on a legitimate starting pitcher. He needs to go out and find somebody that's going to play third base. You can't have Kelvin Gutierrez as good as his defense has been. You can't have Kelvin Gutierrez playing third base. You hit bat in 200. Yeah, next it's year. a shame it, that he
0: can't get his bat going because he's got such a good
1: glove. It's frustrating. Yeah, it, it's it, it's, and you want that kind of defense for young pitching staff, but really right. when you look at it, you have a hole at second base, shortstop, and third base. Arias and Mateo are nice players, mm-hmm. but they're both ending the year on the injured list. Yeah. And they both have little, little experience. They're, this is their first extensive experience, and they're both hurt. Right. So can you trust them? You know, you got to get two guys for the infield, two guys for the starting rotation, and hope that that's good enough to keep your bullpen healthy. Because the bullpen should be a strong point for this team. Honestly, they need to spend probably 30 40000000 in the offseason to shore up this team a little bit, not to make them contenders, but to make it better baseball. Well I feel the
0: bullpen in my opinion, is like the biggest concern. I mean right now the bullpen's still with a bunch of guys that other teams don't want. I mean it, it, it's true. I'm not just trying to make a joke. They, 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 literally it's what right. it is. So I thought maybe you know it's interesting you know starting pitching, third basic I, I agree with everything, but do you feel that bullpen should be kind
1: of at the top of the list of what Elias needs to focus on? See, I have a different take on our bullpen than a lot of people. I feel like, because I think that this bullpen is strong when Mm. they're used correctly. Mm, I I think that the Tanner Scott, Dylan Tate, Tyler Wells, if Hunter Harvey can ever stay healthy, these guys have electric arms. Cole Salser is a great reliever. These guys have electric arms that can get you outs in big situations. The problem is they're coming in in the fifth inning every game. Yeah. And when you're, when you have guys, when you're, when your bullpen has more innings pitched and and I don't know the exact numbers, but I would not be surprised to see the bullpen has more innings pitched than the starting rotation. Yeah. That's a problem. You, you have to keep your bullpen fresh and use them in the right situations coming in with two outs in the fourth inning, one out in the fifth (laughs) inning. Right. how do you expect a bullpen to survive a 162 game season? And we saw it last year when they were playing better, how strong it was a top 10 unit in the game. Yeah. They just, they need to, they need to be fresh and used correctly. And right now they're just not.
0: Well, that's a good point. I mean, it always starts with the uh, starting pitching. So I, I agree with you on that. I mean, you make all great points. I just, I guess it's just frustrating night after night, after night, the Orioles have the lead and then they blow it like last night against Philly and you know, but you're right. It always starts with the starting pitching not being able to go five, six, seven innings. So yeah, right. I, I mean, and, and speaking of starting pitching, I wanted to uh, get your opinion on this guy, uh, Aiken, you know, he's had some decent outings. Uh, he was a name that a lot of people talked about uh past couple of years. years. Uh, you concerned about him at all?
1: I don't know what to make of him.
0: Yeah. You know, it's
1: because it, every now and again, he'll go out there and he'll give you five, six innings of one run ball. Mm-hmm. And then he'll go out there and give you four innings of four run ball. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of banging your head against the wall with this guy because you see, you see flashes. I don't see anything in his stuff that makes me think, Oh, this guy's a legitimate starting rotation piece. I don't, I I think that his ceiling is maybe a five, but I think he's more so going to be a bullpen arm that can kind of give you swing innings. Um, In, in the future, and that's also where you get help for that bullpen is having guys who were started. Like, like you look at the, some of the best relievers in the game, like an Andrew Miller, yeah. they were failed starters. Archie Bradley up there and in, uh, in Philly, who they just played. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys, they start out as starting rotation pieces, they end up being really locked down yeah. um, relievers. Yeah. Aiken, I just the stuff to me isn't good enough to sustain it for a full season. Yeah, but it's not bad enough that you can't pitch on a major league roster.
0: And then another name, I'm just kind of going down the list. And by the way, you mentioned Marcus Stroman. I talked about him last episode. Uh, The reason I'm a huge fan of his now um, is, Mm -hmm. and you probably saw this, is how he stuck up for Trey Mancini on Twitter against uh, Farnsworth. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That was amazing. So, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of his now. So if he came on the team, that'd be great. Michael Ballman. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, that would be, I definitely would probably, I'm not a big guy of jerseys, but I might have to get Stroman's jersey after how he uh, defended Trey Mancini. Uh, Michael Ballman, uh, he wasn't a big rock star down in the minors. Um, I, again, a lot of people were excited when he came up that first game in Camden Yards. Uh, shit, I'm already drawing a blank who he faced. It was kind of cool seeing his family get rushed down to the front row. And it's always a cool moment. But lately, he's been getting rocked. You know, he's got 1142 ERA, 185 whip. Um, When you see young guys like this come up and it's it's only what, like his fourth outing since he's come up, does that concern you at all? Mm-hmm. Like you see a guy like Michael Ballman and go, Ooh, I mean, I know this isn't much what we're seeing, but he just, I don't know about this guy.
1: Um, with a guy like Alexander Wells and Zach Louther. Yeah. Concerns me. with a guy like Ballman. I am not concerned at all. Yeah. Um, I think he's got better stuff than those guys. I think his stuff plays more at the major league level. Yeah. The reason that he was so successful in him, wasn't it Toronto? that he was going up against, I, I could be wrong. Is that what it was? Oh, when, no, the Royals, it, Was it the Royals when he, or I, I, it was one of those blue teams, but <laughs> he, um, he, uh, there's no tape on him, right? You have minor league stuff, yeah, but yeah. there's, there's not really anything on him. So you see a lot of guys come up and then their major league debut, they look good. And then they yeah. kind of get, there's more tape on them. and They kind of get hit around. That's just kind of, t- again, taking the lumps, because you're inexperienced and you're getting the experience now. Right. Also, I think that there has to, there has to be something said for the fact that he's a starting pitcher and he's being used in relief right now. Yeah. It's a different mindset. It's different preparation. Yeah. He's used to pitching every fifth day, and now he he could pitch some, he could pitch tonight and have no idea. Right. I think it's a different different mindset, different preparation for a guy like that. I expect him to get a crack at the rotation next year. I think that they're just kind of slow playing him, just to kind of see what he has and get his feet a little wet with the with the expectation that next year he's going to get an opportunity. And I think he'll pitch better. I have a lot. I have high hopes. I think he could be a three or four, a solid three or four on this team when it's all said and done. Uh, Before I move forward, Dean Kramer is he a bust? I don't know how you could think he's not. Uh, (laughs) Right, right. I, I mean, he what he's, what he did at the major league level wasn't even competitive. And he goes down to the minors and he gets knocked around. I think yeah. that Adley Rutschman helped him once Adley got to Norfolk, but it's just, this is a guy who in, what was it? 2018, when he came over, led all the minor leagues in yeah. strikeouts yep. and you had this, all these high expectations for him. And now he can't throw two strikes in a row. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's mind boggling yeah. to me. And, He'll get another opportunity, but if he doesn't take it and run with it, it's hard to see a future for him. Yeah, that next
0: opportunity that he gets, if he shits the bed again, I I just, you're exactly right. I don't see how they can continue to keep working with him. So, yeah, Dean Kramer, unfortunately, is a name that uh, is depressing when, when people talk about now. Now, I do want to bring this up only because it's fresh on the mind. We just watched the uh, series against the Phillies. The Orioles could have easily swept them. Um, every time I see the Orioles play teams like Phillies and other divisions, I'm like, you know what, if the Orioles weren't in the division they're in now, they might actually be a contender. As funny as that sounds, I I don't know how true that really is, but it just kind of makes you wonder like, Jesus, what could have happened? Um, now the Philly series, obviously we're, we're in their stadium. We're at their home. Uh, the batters are, are the the, uh, pitchers are batting, which I can't stand. And that's what I wanted to ask you. Uh, in 2020, throughout the league, D.H. batted, as you know, an average of 235, 731 OPS. The average National League pitcher batted 131 with a 329 OPS. And the National League pitchers as a whole are batting 134 since 2006. You feel the same way I do, right? Enough with pitchers batting, right?
1: It's, it's really the only league in professional baseball where the pitchers bat. Mm-hmm. is at the major league level and it's abysmal it's no wonder that pitchers are better in the national league than they are in the of american course. league of course because they get it, they get an automatic out right every time through the lineup it's it's what what are we doing here it's it's <laughs> archaic right. it's old school it's t- and, and honestly you're you're taking like nelson cruz uh a guy like david ortiz back in the day their careers if, if you're batting pitchers their careers end. Five ten 10 years before they should. Yeah. Because they can hit, but they can't play the field. That's what's going to happen with Bryce. Me, yeah. It, it's, it's legit. It's what's going to happen with all those guys. You yeah. look at Albert Bulls. The fact that he's even on a national League team kind of blows my mind. It's <laughs> these great hitters yeah. right? who their careers would be over if it wasn't for the DH. And right. to me, it's without Nelson, without Nelson Cruz, where were the twins with uh, where are the Rays now it's, Yeah. Let's just get rid of pitchers batting. You don't need it anymore. It's like I said, it's archaic needs to be over and done with.
0: It is asinine. And John means watching him uh, hit off center field wall was entertaining. (laughs) And I don't, I'm sure you saw that. And it shows you how silly it is when pitchers are batting. The example I always give is when an American league pitcher is up there batting and they get a hit. They, in the dugout, they all just start laughing. It, it's like a, it's a yeah. silly moment. And right there should prove how asinine it is to let these guys bat. Because when they get a hit, even Brandon Hyde, everybody in the dugout's just laughing and cheering because it's so fucking stupid that these guys right. are batting. And that is an example right there. Everyone just starts getting silly.
1: And it's like, what, once a week you get, <laughs> Right. The, the pitcher gets a hit and you're excited about it. And that, that's not enough for me to keep it to keep it going. Just get the universal DH. I'm sure yeah. it'll be in the CBA coming up. Yeah. Uh, just get the universal DH and let's move forward.
0: Right. All right. Good. On the same page. Speaking of DH, you got to be excited about watching Mountcastle this year. I mean, 30 home runs, 83 RBIs, 802 OPS, uh, something I learned a couple of weeks ago. He's like top five fastest Oriole runner. I didn't realize that. It's like 28.3 oh, yeah. feet a second or something. The guy's above Austin Hayes in speed. I would have lost money if I bet on that. I would have thought Austin Hayes <laughs> was much faster. I mean, Mountcastle, he is exciting. He's one of those guys that you stop what you're doing when he comes up to the bat. I mean, he, he's definitely the future. He's going to be taking over first base soon, I'm assuming. I I, I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think is going to be happening with Trey Mancini coming up in the next few years?
1: Uh, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, c- because he's only in what is fourth season. Yep. But the or fifth. But the problem there is he's on the wrong side of 30. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you've seen what uh, what col- colorectal cancer has done to him Yeah. In, in the sense that he he's clearly to me, not the same player this year that he was before. No, cancer. Absolutely not. And and. at And that's not to take anything away from him. What what he's done has been remarkable. I still think once he gets a full year removed from it, he'll be in a better place and become and be more the player that we saw prior. Mm -hmm. Um, But with Ryan Mount, Ryan Mountcastle is going to be your first baseman, I would imagine, next year. And then you have this plethora of outfielders. One of them, in my opinion, is going to DH. Like, like you look at a guy like a Heston Kirsten maybe in two years because mm-hmm. he's back to baseball activities and you yeah. take him two overall. You want that bat in your lineup. To me, Trey's um, on the outside looking in. And yeah. I hate to say it because I love the guy and it, 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 might, it might get me a lot of flack here in, in, in Birdland. But <laughs> no, I got a lot of hate you, email when I
0: <laughs> I started trying to spit the truth of what might happen with Trey and then everyone's like, what are you talking about, asshole? It's like, whoa, take a step back.
1: And the, the, <laughs> I don't see an extension for him. Maybe they trade him. If they do extend him, maybe it's for a year or two. Um, yeah. I would not but- have been
0: surprised during the all-star break when that was, while those trades were happening. I, I really did think the trade might be, you know, head now, but at the same time, Elias will probably be like, I don't know. <laughs> Not the year. Probably not a bad move. Not a good time. <laughs> yeah, not not a good
1: PR move during no, the season. I think I think you're going to see a couple guys, like maybe even Anthony Santander, traded in the offseason if they get the right deal. Yeah, for I was going to ask you about um, him.
0: He's he he's not the future, right? I mean, he's going to be heading out.
1: Yeah, well, he can't stay healthy. He's been playing injured all year. You see glimpses of what he could be—power from both sides, Gold Glove caliber outfielder when he's when he is healthy. Yeah, but when he's the running after is, those
0: those uh, uh ground balls in the corner of the field or trying to you know flag down a fly ball, it it looks
1: painful when he's running. Yeah, the guy—he just—he can't move right now. He's been playing on a hurt ankle all year. And then when you look at what you have coming up, it, like you have Mullins, Hayes is looking like if he's healthy, he's an everyday piece in the outfield. So then you're looking at where are you going to put Colton Cowson? Where are you going to put Heston Kerstad? What about mm. Kyle Stowers? What mm-hmm. about, uh, if, if you get the number one overall pick and you take Elijah Green, now that's way off in the future and we all know how things change with that, but you're going to have, you have too many outfielders, too little spots. And Santander, right now he's a, he's a trade piece, in my yeah. opinion. He and Mancini, I don't believe are parts are a part of this future.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned Austin Hayes. I wanted to ask you if you thought he was going to be Part of the future because some conversations that I get into, uh, people think that you know Austin Hayes is going to be trade bait next year.
1: I'll tell you what, man. Honestly, and I hate to say it, I think trade. I, I think Cedric Mullins is more trade bait than than Austin Hayes. Yeah, because you you have yeah. a you have a number of guys in your system. That can play center field. That can hit for power. They have a better arm than Cedric Mullins, and I love Cedric Mullins. The, sure. the guy is an MVP caliber player yeah. this year. Yeah. Is this the best that he's ever going to be, though? Mm. Is this when his trade value is the highest? You can get pitch. You can get pitching back for this guy. The Orioles could add to this team with, with pitching in the off season. It wouldn't be a popular move, no, but it would be a move that will bring you a ton of <laughs> that will bring mean, you a yeah, ton of major yeah. league ready talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and. Yeah. Austin Hayes is proving that when he's healthy, he is an elite defender. who has yeah. got a good bat. He needs to work on those eight on base capabilities, but what he's done the last six weeks, you can't ignore it. And and he's a corner outfielder with a strong, with a strong arm. Yeah. I, I'd be, I would, I'd be more surprised to see Hayes traded than I would be if I saw Mullins traded.
0: Yeah. That, that's, I, I like how you flip flop that. And I have mentioned that. And when I do people, you know, give me those laser eyes. Like, are you kidding me? Look at his numbers. But you know, like all the points you make, this is uh. This is the time. And you're right. Speaking about arms, I mean, Austin Hayes, boy, he will gun you down as as much as I love. Yo, hell yeah. As much as I love uh, Cedric Mullins out there and jumping the wall and and how fast he is out there. I always hate saying it on the show. He just doesn't have an arm at all.
1: If you have a guy on second base and there's a base hit to center field, Mm -hmm. you're scoring. Yeah. Cedric Mullins is not throwing you out. He hasn't thrown out anybody at the plate this year because he doesn't have the arm. Yeah, I have a better arm than Cedric Mullins. <laughs> and, and, and it's the one it's the one flaw in his game. It's it's the one flaw. Yeah. But you can't really ignore it when if it's the it's the bottom of the ninth inning and it's two to it's two to one. And you have they have runners on second and third. A guy gets a base, hits a base hit to center field. The game's over. You just lost. That's exactly. It, that's yes. Just,
0: in the conversation the with Cedric facts. Mullins, that's my point. You, you can't. Ignore that. That is a ginormous issue. It's not like all right, he has problems right. with the the uh, slider down and away. No, it, 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 when that's your star center fielder, you want him to be able to throw people out of the plate. All right, yeah. so there we go. I like that. So Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, kind of flip flop there. I'm on board with that. One of the players, one of the names that I saw all the time, even me, I was curious, wondering like, hey, where's Jones at? Jamai Jones, you know, Twitter was blowing up. I think he was trending. At one point on Twitter, of how many right. people were posting his name, batting average one sixty four four twenty five OPS, strikes out thirty six percent of the time. How do you feel about him right now?
1: Well, people were excited about him because he, what do you have? Three hits and eight at bats <laughs> in three games yeah. last year. So, like, oh, this is a player, and the <laughs> Orioles got him for who they get him for? Alex Cobb, right? Yes, the Orioles. Yes. Got, the Orioles got him. I mean, there's a reason that the Angels traded Jamai Jones for Alex Cobb, right? right. You know, it, it's and there's a reason he's the Orioles number like 19 prospect instead of being a top 10 prospect. Look, could he be serviceable? Could he be a utility guy that can play all over the field? Sure. But is that a ceiling? Yeah. You know, and people are clamoring when your team is this bad, you want anything to cling on to. And I totally get that. I was, I was big on on Jemai Jones, but the fact of the matter is maybe one day he'll be ready. He's not ready now. No, he's not. He's not that guy. He's not. You know, he's not the one. He's got a good batting eye, but when you're hitting 164, how good is your (laughs) OBP going to be? (laughs) Right, right. The defense still still lacks, and there's not a spot for him to play in the outfield because they already have 15 outfielders for three spots. Yeah. So where is he going to play? he'll get a look in spring training at second base, but I don't see him being a huge part. He's not going to be a cog on this team. He's just a guy.
0: Yeah. It was funny because if you're just your average fan, I, I would have people text me and be like, who is this Jemai Jones guy? Like what's going Like everybody's talking about it. Like, is he the, uh, the next Adley Rushman? And I just kind of had to right. write and say, no, I think it's just people look when, when you're this bad, you just want something new. You want, you know, uh, just a, a new name and a new player to watch. I said, who, who knows right. what the guy would do. All right. So you, you weren't one of those like screaming, shaking, you know, the, the
1: TV. Bring him up. What are you doing? When when he was hitting close to 300 for, mm-hmm. for a few weeks at AAA and he was tearing the cover off everything he saw. Oh, I was lying. I was like, OK, yeah. bring up. Yeah, I was like, OK, bring him up. But yeah. then he went on a two month stretch that lowered his batting average into the two thirties at AAA. When you're betting in the two thirties at triple a and the gap this year is maybe bigger than it's ever been between triple a and the majors. Yeah. You you can't, how are you going to cut, how are you going to hit two (laughs) thirty eight at Norfolk? And then come up and be a difference maker at the big league level. It's not going to happen. Well, triple you know? A to, so,
0: yeah, AAA to the major leagues, I think is just a huge gap. I mean, the difference, oh, I mean, that's what I always tell people when they're excited about someone down in the minors, I'm a little cautious. Cause I'm like, my God, the, the difference of triple A to the majors is just huge. So, you know, you, you just right. never know. So, all right, man, we're moving on here. Um, a lot of the shit I wanted to chat with you about. We're going over here. Obviously, Bowie Bay Sox making the playoffs. Um, other than the obvious names that, you know, you hear the Grayson Rodriguez, Adley Rushman. Any other guys that you can think of off the top of your head that you're really excited to see in the next year or two come up?
1: I'll tell you, and I mentioned him a couple times on the show already. Uh, Kyle Stowers, apparently that they love him. Yeah. Uh, he He just hits everything hard. Uh, He's having arguably the best season of anybody of any hitter uh, in the, in the organization in the minor leagues. Wow. Um, He's having, he's having a big year, close to 30 home runs, batting over batting around two eighty, driving in a ton of runs. Uh, OPS is north of 900, which is huge. Um, He's having a big year. Zach Watson, 20 homers, 24 stolen bases. That's, that's a name to keep an eye out for Uh, Robert Newstrom. At AAA, and again, these are three outfielders that I mentioned. It just yeah. shows how deep they are in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, he's having a big year, ton of power, high OPS. Um, on the pitching front, uh, Jean Pinto, Jean Jean, however you pronounce yeah, his name, yeah. he came I over his name in the Ho- in, in the Jose Iglesias trade. He, his WHIP is sub point eight, <laughs> uh, ERA is sub two. He's having a big year. He could mo- he could move up as high as AA next year. Nice. Um, and then this 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 arm in Norfolk. It, Every now and again, he gets hit around, but he's got electric stuff. Felix Bautista. Yeah. He could be a future bullpen. He strikes out a ton of guys. It's a big boy. Um, he's, had, he's had a great month of uh, great August into September. Yeah. Just a few names there to keep an eye out for. All right.
0: Good. Yeah. So again, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully that we're.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny because when you think of losing seasons with the Orioles, what I have done lately is I'm going all the way back to like 1998 because yeah, that was fun you know, 2012, 2016, 24, but it's like from 98 all the way up to 2021. It's like, it's just exhausting, man. It, it, and so, you know, they have
1: 13 winning. I'm I'm 37 years old. Yeah. They have 13 winning seasons in my entire life. 13. (laughs) I hear
0: you. I'm only a couple of years older than you. I, I, and that's what's exhausting. It's not just the rebuild. It's just that, yeah, the, the, the two thousands and before that, it's just, you know, it just snowballs quick. So I'm sure Elias is feeling the pressure. Hopefully, he is. <laughs> you
1: know. I think he's going to surprise some people in this offseason because how could you how could you not go out and add talent again? I go back to Adley Rutschman is going to be on this team next year. You don't put that guy on your roster without putting talent around him. Yeah, I, I'm sticking right. to that.
0: All right, you know, right. there you go. I like it. Uh, one more thing before we get to the random questions here at the end, uh, DJ Stewart, sure. how 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 much longer is this leash? I mean, come on. Spring
1: training next year. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I, I can't, I mean, he, he's out for the year now. He's having knee surgery. I can't imagine how there's a spot for him next year. I think he spends most of the year in Norfolk. If he doesn't get traded. I mean, you want um, to talk about Cedric Mullins, not having an arm. Holy hell. <laughs> oh, the, he's quite possibly DJ Swords. quite possibly the worst outfielder <laughs> defensively that I've ever seen. He, to me, yep he is the Dean Kramer of position players <laughs> where like you him. have this guy who you see glimpses of, of a quality major league player, but more often than not, he's just letting you down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's uh he's an interesting guy. So I don't know. I, of course, when you mention his name now, everyone just rolls their eyes and you know, let's, let's not talk right. about that. So hopefully, yeah, either he gets his shit together or, or let's move on. So to wrap this up here, Paul, when you think of 2021 sure. season, what comes to mind?
1: I guess the moral of the story. Oh man! Here. <laughs> oh man! Dumpster fire. <laughs> I, 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 le- like go. I legitimately expected this team to be a lot better, and then you have an eight-game losing streak, a fourteen-game losing streak, a nineteen-game losing streak. You go one and eighteen against Tampa Bay. John Means gets a no-hitter, and your team immediately falls off a cliff. Yeah, uh, it, it's just there was no progress. I mean, you, uh, okay. That, that's not true. Let me back that up. You saw, pro, you saw great things with Mullins, mm-hmm. um, Mount Castle, uh, to a certain extent, John means, but that shoulder flared up again for the third straight year. Yeah. Uh, that's concerning, you know, but everything else just regressed in my mm-hmm. opinion, like you can't look at anybody other than t- Tyler Wells, other than those four guys, Everybody else took a step back, in my opinion. Yeah. It just was not and a good year. They fooled everybody. Yeah. 99.
0: Yeah. And I always kid around, you know, the guys with the blue check marks who apparently are the experts, blah, blah, blah. Even they were, you know, thinking 65 wins, 60. I even was seeing, you know, possibly 70. You know, I don't know if that yeah. was a little of the orange Kool Aid, but they fooled me. They fooled everybody. All right. So, yeah, yeah. it was, I, I agree. 2021 dumpster fire. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, where, where are they at? 48 wins. I guess what what do we have one better than 2018? What do we? uh, Yeah. Uh, What is it? 10 games left. Am I doing the math wrong? What the hell we got? Anyway, no, it's it's 10 games. They have 10 games left. So they'll, you know, they're going to get to 50. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think so. They're playing Texas in a four game series. It starts tonight. Oh yeah. That's right. I I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a Camden yards. I could see them winning two or even three games in that series. They'll get to 50. Maybe they'll get to 51. 52, okay. but they're not, they're not going to be the 54 and one Oh eight squad that they were even in 2019.
0: Oh, but, it's yeah. But so
1: whatever, man, they're yeah, just playing out the string now. Yeah.
0: They're just all, all ready to go home. I even think a guy like, you know, Mountcastle, if you look at his last 15 games, his stats, you're like, oof, these guys are just ready to get the fuck home. Like they, they, they're, yeah, they, they, <laughs>
1: they you can, you can tell, you yeah. can tell.
0: All right. So hopefully, uh, you know, on the off season, Mike Elias opens up his checkbook. I don't know. Do people even carry a checkbook anymore? That shows my age. I say things like <laughs> checkbook and shit like that.
1: All right. That's so, what people say.
0: Yeah, right. Well, that, right. That saying's going to stick around for a little bit, I guess. Okay. So,
1: yeah.
0: you know, here we go into 2022. I mean, yeah, of course, we're going to be excited to see Adley and hopefully uh, Grayson, but, um, you know, just take it year by year, I guess. All right. So here's what we do at the end of every call we just ask you some random questions, learn a little bit sure. more about you. Some are about sports, some have nothing to do with sports. All right. Uh, first one has to do with the Orioles. If you could pick any Orioles player in their prime to play on the Orioles right now, who are you choosing? You can go all the way back to the fifties. You can go up to,
1: you know, 10 years ago, one player. Oh man. One player in their prime <laughs> mm-hmm. to play on the Orioles right now. First one that comes to the top. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, Raphael Palmero.
0: Hey, whoa. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, name. Uh, okay.
1: I, I, I look at I look at the roster <laughs> and I look at what they have, what they have in the outfield, and what they have in the infield. You're better suited to have Ryan Mountcastle DH and have a gold glove caliber guy that can hit 40 home runs and drive in 120 in the middle of your lineup. And look that's Palmero. Look at you go.
0: I like it. Palmero, man. I uh, th- his son was playing, wasn't he? What is this yeah, doing Preston something? was
1: Preston was playing with the Orioles. He was a pandemic release. Yeah, um, he's still playing in the minors. I can't remember where, but I just saw a highlight of him hitting a home run like a week ago.
0: Oh, okay, all right, there you go. I like it, Raffy. I, I I gotta admit, I I didn't think that was a name that was gonna get thrown at me there. All right, um, here's a question for you, Paul. Did we really land on the moon back in 1969?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy. Um, yes, I'm gonna say yes.
0: Okay, all right, there we go. So you're not a big conspiracy theorist, So you don't go uh, down any rabbit holes late at night on YouTube watching all that. I try not shit. to,
1: man. I, I, I saw a theory yesterday that Hillary Clinton was was hanged at Guantanamo Bay back in March <laughs> and that she had a body double at the 9-11 tribute. And I started to go down that rabbit hole. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's awesome. Get out of this now. You <laughs> Get know,
0: out of this now eject eject. I like it. Nice. All right. Um, here we go. Is pineapple a pizza topping?
1: Absolutely not.
0: No. But, wow. God damn. I must literally be the only person that loves pineapple but, on the pizza. Okay. My
1: Laura, my wife mm-hmm. likes, she got pineapple on pizza a couple weeks ago. I said, what the hell are you doing? You almost left her. But <laughs> she was, <laughs> We had to think a lot more than I that, but her. she was, she said, I just wanted some hot pineapple on my pizza. Okay. I, I like well, grilled pineapple. It's, there's no, it's really flavorful when it's grilled, but get it off my pizza. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Uh, you sound Strong about that opinion. Uh, If you could relive one day over again, what day would that be?
1: Oh man, this is gonna be so freaking corny. I know, I know, where you're my going wedding day. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, my my, my, my wedding, <laughs> dude. It, it just happened. My I, my wife was beautiful. It was a perfect day. The weather was great. Yep. Friends and family. My two best men, you know, they live out in Pittsburgh, so I only get to see them a couple times a year. Yeah. And they absolutely killed it. I miss my buddies. I, I The day was so awesome. I'd like to live it again. Well, I look, I got married shit a
0: long time ago, but my, my answer is still that. The weather was perfect. Friends, family. I mean, everything, as corny as that sounds, was perfect. Yeah. Everything it was. was. So, yeah, I know. It's not... That would be my answer. Not trying to get any brownie points, but how fresh it is with you, absolutely. Yeah. I almost took that question off because I'm like, well, I, I know what he's going to say. But anyway, thought maybe uh, something else would come up. All right, what did you learn about yourself or anything in life after being in quarantine during 2020?
1: Uh, um, oh man, what did I learn about myself? I have to be active, man. I, I like, and, and that, I know that sounds that sounds really simple. Mm -hmm. but a lot of people there they were cool sitting at home playing video games eating whatever they wanted for me it was like every day i found a reason to live to leave the house and not leave the house just to go anywhere to go do some kind of exercise you know even when the gym was closed i found myself going to there's this random cement wall at this park off of tollgate road near where i live Mm -hmm. and i would take a lacrosse ball and just spend two hours out there just Nice. Just playing, just throwing a ball off the wall and catching with my, with my glove, they should. you know, just doing <laughs> something like to stay active. I I am not a person that can sit in that even on a day off from work. I'm not a person that can sit in the house and just do nothing. It, there it you It doesn't feel
0: right. All right. So it wasn't anything like your, you found out your porn addiction's real. Okay. That's good. I like it. You had to get <laughs> out no. of the house. All right. Halfway done here. Moving right along. When's the last time you threw up? What happened?
1: Oh man. The last time I threw up was coming home. From my bachelor party, um, <laughs> yeah. and that was just a little over a mo- about a month and a half ago. Yeah, dude, we drank so much. Yep, and ate so little. that And happen. drank so little water. Mm-hmm. On, I'm not, I'm not kidding. That Friday, I woke up and my brain couldn't compute things. Man, I thought I was having a stroke. Yeah, no, and I, I've been there. It was, it was, I was so dehydrated. Yep, my buddy is giving me the ride home all the way from Ocean City. Traffic Ooh, was terrible. Four you had and a to half drive hours. home from Ocean
0: City feeling like that. Yeah, yeah So oh. we pulled
1: over. I forced oh. myself to vomit, and then I spent literally four and a half hours sleeping in the back seat while my poor friend had to drive through a rainstorm. Oh my god! I don't, I don't generally throw up too often, especially not from drinking, because I just don't drink like I'm that. I'm always
0: the next day uh, person. I never do it that night. It's always the next morning right. for me.
1: Yeah, the the bachelor party took its toll on me. I yeah. I, I didn't feel right for three days.
0: Well, when I that. ask that question, everyone's answer always starts with, "Well, my bachelor party." So yeah, that that's usually where it happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, which sport, other than baseball, would you like to manage or coach, and why?
1: Uh, golf. Okay. It's the only. It's it's the sport. I mean, I know a lot about football, um, but it's the sport that I play the most, aside from baseball, mm-hmm. that I know the most about, and. I've had people have, I'm good enough to shoot in the eighties. I hadn't played for three months until my birthday last week. And I shot an 88. Hey, happy birthday. Um, Nice. Thank you. So I I I'm good enough that I feel like I could give pointers to somebody who's just starting out. Not good enough to turn them into a quality golfer, but (laughs) right No, eighties is good. That's, that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can continue to do that. Yeah. I I call you a, uh, a golf legend. All right. Uh, Would you rather have a 30 second (laughs) rewind button or pause button in life?
1: Rewind. All right, there you go.
0: All right, we've got about uh, a
1: big, I'm a big put put my foot in my mouth guy, so (laughs) rewind definitely.
0: All right, what's a sweeter play to witness? Catcher throwing out a runner attempting to steal or a pitcher picking off a runner leading?
1: Pitcher picking off a runner leading. Yeah, I agree with that. It happens so rarely. Yeah, that's true. Uh, If you
0: could bring back anything from the 90s that you don't see anymore, what would that be?
1: This is a tough one, man. <laughs> um, something from the 90s that you don't see anymore. <sighs> you know what? People, I'll, I'm thinking too. Pe- people hanging out and just having conversations. That's a good, hey, I like that answer, yeah. Every Everybody's on their cell phones these days, man. Kids don't go outside and play anymore. They're all playing video games. And I sound like, like an old man yelling at a cloud. No. I understand that. <laughs> no, I'm but the same it's, way. It, it's like.
0: My wife and I was were like, having, go, we were having that conversation the other day.
1: Yeah. It's like, go outside and play basketball, man. Like get the hell out of the house.
0: Yeah. I, I miss stuff like, uh, uh, the, the big event on the weekends will be going to the mall. You know, if you wanted to, you know, meet, yeah. meet girls or something, you'd have to get all dressed up. I, I, I you know, thankfully I'm married. Uh, but you know, it, it seems, it seems pretty freaking easy. These days, uh, right? <laughs>
1: I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, man, I, my gym is right. I don't know where you live. I live in Harford County. And my gym okay. is right, right next to the Harford Mall. I'm sitting in the parking lot of my gym right now. And the Harford Mall, man, you go in there and I'd say 60 percent of the stores are closed. Yeah. There's nothing going it's on sag, in there. You might yeah. see five people it, like the, I don't know how that hasn't been turned into like an avenue type thing at this point. But yeah, it really is. The all, mall is yeah. depressing.
0: It is. It, it really is. All right. Uh, last one here. Which horror movie as a kid scared the living shit out of you?
1: There were two, man. Um, Stigmata. Oh, yeah. And when crazy. I was when I was like 20, The Grudge with Sarah Michelle oh, Gellar. Yeah. Those two movies, <laughs> those two movies for some reason just impacted me. Like I, I couldn't sleep after watching those.
0: Yeah, The Grudge came on not too long ago, and I was watching it going, damn, I forgot how – creepy fucked up this movie
1: it was good yeah
0: yeah it's good stuff yeah hey paul let everyone know how to if if they'd already know i mean i'm sure you're pretty popular out there but uh for those of you tuning in if if they can get a hold of you track you down on twitter tune into you how would they do
1: that so you can follow me on twitter at paul valley the third so i'm just gonna spell out it's paul v-a-l-l-e-i-i-i um on twitter uh, you can catch me every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Facebook on Facebook dot com slash Pressbox. Nice. Uh We do a live show. You can go to pressboxonline.com dot com, click on their radios tab on the radio tab, and you uh, scroll down to the bat around. All my shows are on there.
0: Nice. Um,
1: that that's that's basically. I'm not too active on Facebook anymore these days. So well, it's basically, yeah, a lot of people.
0: It's Saturday at 10, 10 a.m. Right? 10 a.m. to to 12 noon every yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good but show. You,
1: we usually go to t- till 1230, uh, especially during the fall, because we end up talking Ravens for the last half hour. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but, you know, it,
0: I, I almost we, brought, brought the Ravens up, I but I didn't want to hold you up that long. Maybe we'll do it another time. But uh, cra- crazy game, crazy game this past week. Jesus.
1: Awesome. I game. still don't I, know I I didn't how see it they won. I thought they were going to get. Bl- yeah, I thought they were going to get blown out. <laughs> oh, for it, it showed sure. showed what they wh- they got a lot of intestinal fortitude in there, man. I'll tell you it's,
0: it's fun stuff. Well, Paul, I, I love having you on. You always make the call easy. I, I'm sure we'll have, uh, you know, once Adley comes on the team, we start winning. I'll bring you on so we can, we can talk happy thoughts and, uh, you, know, doing, man. you know, you take care of yourself. I'll talk to you then. You
1: just the say, right, man. Thanks, have a great Paul. weekend. You take too, care.
0: man. See you.